0: and welcome back to The Front Porch, your friendly neighborhood podcast. My name is Austin. I'm an editor here at 730 Eddie Studios and with me today I have the pleasure of introducing Tyler who is a freelancer who has done a lot of work with us and uh, we're very excited to have our first outside guest. So Tyler, welcome to The Front Porch. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. I have the one question that I have to start with is what are you currently watching? So it could be a TV show that you've been binging yeah. or maybe a movie you watched last night. So what is it that you are currently watching?
1: There's tons of shows that I'm watching. I just finished a few of them. Um, finished Yellow Jackets recently, which is incredible. It's on Showtime. So it's hard to watch because no one has Showtime. <laughs> I don't. Um, but Yellow Jackets is really good. Uh, currently uh, Attack on Titan. Oh. Um, that's like the show that's, <clears throat> excuse me, going on right now. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, And then uh, just finished uh season two of The Witcher. The Witcher. So, yeah, just tons of stuff. Tons we, of stuff. We have some Witcher watchers. Oh, yeah? Here. Nice.
0: I cannot say I have watched that, but uh, I've heard things, and I've heard good things. It's so. really good. And the other two I have not heard of, so I feel I don't oh, know yeah. if I'm
1: a, a bad... You haven't heard of Attack on Titan or you've I legit? have yeah. not. So uh, Attack on Titan's been going on for a really long time. Huh. Um, like it started well, it was manga and then uh, 2013, I believe, is when season one started. So mm-hmm. it's been going on oh. forever. It takes them forever to put out seasons. Oh but. yeah. Where do you watch it? Um Hulu, Hulu? actually. Yeah. Oh nice. Um Yep. So hey, yeah, it's well, it's
0: really good. I am enlightened now on what I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> and currently what I am watching right now is Superman and Lois. So oh it's, yeah. a, how, CW how it's yeah, CW a CW show. Yeah. So the CW is generally known for cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember Smallville, oh, yeah. uh, Arrow kind of started the whole thing. But this one kind of from the first season took a different tone. So I don't know if they put bigger budget, um, mm-hmm. but the cinematography is great, I think. Oh, wow. And so it's good. The second season's kind of doing the normal CW thing where they have a good first season and they start losing
1: it. So I'm a little nervous, but. It's, it's good. Yeah. I, I recommend checking it out at least. That's funny because I'm actually rewatching Smallville right now, too. Oh. I always try to keep a show that's like not very good yeah. so that I can like fall asleep to it. Yeah. And Smallville is that show right now. The soundtrack for Smallville. <laughs> it is really yeah. good. The opening theme <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I,
0: just, yep. I can go for that show. Yep. So tell us a little bit about how you started. And what I mean by that is, what do you remember, was there a specific time in your life early on that you're like, this is what I want to do?
1: Um, not early on actually. So both my parents are teachers and I thought I was always going to be a teacher, um, until halfway through college actually. So, um, about halfway through college, I was planning on being a teacher, um, then realized I didn't want to be a teacher. Um, then I was like, oh, I guess I'll just get like a business degree. Hated that. Uh, took like one class, um, and just was miserable. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I hate, I hate school. I hate what I'm doing. Like nothing makes sense anymore. And so I was a sophomore in college and, uh, I was going to drop out and I was going to like, uh, try to get a job at UPS driving trucks. Um, that was my plan. Um, and then I, uh, um, my car was parked at my grandparents' house cause I didn't want to pay for parking and they lived like a half mile away from, from Calvin where I went. And so I walked over there and I was about to head home and just leave it all behind. And then I stepped in and talked to my grandparents. And they're like, uh, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. Everything's terrible. I don't want to do this anymore. I hate school. I'm going to drop out. And They're like, whoa, 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 don't drop out. Um, how about like if you could get a degree in anything, what would it be? And I was like, well, if I'm going to get a worthless degree, I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to do filmmaking. And so uh, I just did it. I just kind <clears> of <throat> started on the filmmaking path, just kind of a, like random where it's like, oh, I just want to do something fun. And then it became a career. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, I'd always liked movies. I'd always, um, I'd kind of like with my friends in high school, just a little bit and like made like little music videos and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't even know I wanted to do it even when I committed to doing it. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to do something I'm like might as well be do something fun. Tell me a little bit about what was your experience like at Kelvin? Because
0: obviously everybody here went to some sort of school for sure. film. We have mm-hmm. Compass, we've got uh Part of Me Liberty. I don't remember what school you went to. UC San Diego. And Donnie went to Northern and a bunch of Grand Valley people. Yeah. So yeah, what was is. your experience like at Calvin?
1: Um, so Kelvin. So I went to Kelvin because they had a good education program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, their film program was was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Daniel Garcia. Uh, he was one of the two professors. And he was, I mean, when I met him and I was kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know how, how to do this. I don't think I can have a career doing this. Right. And he's like, oh, if you, if you work hard and you're like, and you just give it your all, you can make it. And that was all I needed to hear. Um, so that was, that was the best part about Calvin was meeting him. And then he took us on a trip to Peru where he's from, uh, to make a short film that he wrote, um, and through that experience. Um, so he wanted to, he hired all the, um, like students as the crew, but he hired a real cinematographer to shoot it. And that was uh, Chad Terpstra. Oh, um, and so that's, (laughs) I met Chad and he's, um, one of the best cinematographers probably in the Midwest. Um, and so, yeah, in college I met him, um, and that was like around the time where he was starting to get really, really good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he kind of like showed me what I wanted to do. Like say I watched him work and, um, learned from him and it was like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do with my life. Um, and then he came, became a mentor for me. that's awesome. And so that's like, that's really my, all I got out of Calvin yeah. was Daniel introduced me to Chad. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And that was all I got out well, of Calvin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of similar to what yeah. we had always talked about too, is it's just networking. Yeah. But although like you do get some fundamental skills, sure stuff like that, but you do mm-hmm. gain a lot of networking that mm-hmm. eventually will pay off in the field. So it yeah. sounds like it has for you as well. Yep. Yeah. So, it's always been easy, right? When you came right out of film school, you just started immediately doing big budget work, right?
1: Earn- no, not big budget. Yeah. Um, I started work. So um, I got pretty lucky. Coming out of college, the film incentive was still happening, but it was really slow. Um, My first year, I made less than $10,000. So it was like, you know, I lived at my parents in their basement. I made no money. Um, I worked for free a lot. Um, And that was, you know, I learned a lot. It was good. Um, Actually, I worked on a movie for free, which is kind of insane. A full movie I did for free. Uh, They gave me all the expendables at the end. Um, (laughs) That was my payment. Um, But yeah, I... um, so I started working on movies uh, pretty soon after I graduated, but they were the small movies because all the, all the people who knew, that, knew what they were doing were working on all the big union movies and all the bigger movies and stuff like that out in Detroit. Um, so yeah, I worked on a lot of small movies, um, but yeah, it just kind of stayed really consistent right from the beginning. So I, I was really lucky with that. Um, then eventually got into commercial work after movies kind of died
0: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Commercial work is a good place to be right now in Michigan, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I like, and I I realized um, I actually liked commercial work more than I liked uh, narrative work, um, which was a huge surprise. Because obviously, like, when when pretty much everybody gets into filmmaking, they're like, I want to direct big movies. So that was what I wanted to do. Um, And then eventually, like, realized, like, oh, I can do all the same stuff. But it tends to have more money, less ego. um, And just like. Yeah, it's it's more fun in a lot of ways to do commercial. Um, So, yeah, I kind of got into that.
0: Tell me a little bit about your first project as DP.
1: Oh, wow. If you can remember that. (laughs) I do remember my very first one. Were you nervous? Um, Were you
0: uh, walking in with confidence? It was such a small (laughs) project.
1: Well, I guess it it depends. First paid project or first uh, just first project? Let's do both. Okay. I'm sure you learned
0: something from the first one. then brought it into the next one.
1: I don't I don't know if I know what my first non paid project was, but it's probably let's talk about Telltale Heart. Um, so um another person I met at Kelvin was uh Jason Grindy. And he was a kind of like a creative partner for me for a long, long time. And he's really great. Like I, I learned so much from him and like we worked so well together. Um, so he I think since he was like a kid, he had wanted to do a film version of tel- the Telltale Heart uh Edgar Allan Poe. Um and so, cause there's there's no good live action version of it, um and there is now. Um so we made a, a short film, um, based on Telltale Heart and uh yeah, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience. Um we um we were both kind of like in and around uh company company Gorilla um in town and so they let us use their camera and lenses and stuff like that and, and lights and everything and um I had been I had worked on movies at that point. So I had some of my friends from movies come over and help me uh, light it and stuff. And um Chad Terpster actually operated awesome. on that for us because that was <laughs> the way Gorilla let us use their stuff because they wanted somebody they trusted. Yeah. Absolutely. So we were just like college kids essentially. Yeah. Um but yeah, was I like, nervous? Um not really. We did so much prep for that. And then we had like Chad was kind of there as like a safety net. Um yeah. Uh it was a really cool experience. Like it was like uh, probably one of the most creative things I've ever done or like most creative that I've felt because um, it's kind of like it was like the first real thing that I like put my heart and soul into and um, it turned out pretty decent especially for like like we were like 22 um, when we made it and it was just like you know tried really hard getting into f- film festivals with it and stuff like that and it was it was a fun um, experience uh, first paid thing <clears throat> I don't it was some like really small furniture company I don't even remember what it was uh, not one of the big ones in town. Um, but yeah, it was a thing. Um, my friends, uh, Tyler Holman and Dylan Borger, um, they were doing this project for this furniture company. It was like no money, but they had some money. And, uh, so, um, they were looking for somebody to shoot it. And I think, I think it was Holman was like, Oh, Tyler wants to be a DP. Like let's ask him to do it. Cause Tyler had been, uh, ACing for me a little bit at the time. And, um, and so they yeah, they asked me to do it and it was cool. It was the first time I got paid to shoot something. And um yeah, it was a goofy little thing. I don't even know where if it exists. Um, but yeah, I got paid. If it's to someplace
0: do it. on the internet, we will find, find it. Yeah, you can't find Yeah, good
1: luck. I don't remember <laughs> the name of the company. So um but yeah. Um so that was really cool. That was like the start of um, you know, commercial yeah. stuff. And um yeah.
0: What is. what's your um process of pre-production so obviously oh, sure. i think it probably varies based on certain projects because one project you might have a couple weeks before some weeks you probably have a couple days so or a day, yeah, or, a day. Yeah, or a day or yeah. you just show it's, off it that. so what, yeah. what do you tend to do like to do before you step into a
1: project um well usually it starts with a, a text <laughs> like are you free um but yeah it depends for like for projects that vary so much so let's go like more like the bigger projects um, so what I like to do is I usually just like have a meeting with the director and then, um, I just kind of like go through the creative. Cause usually like by the time I'm involved, like the creative's done, like everything's pretty much locked in and there's, it's just ready to go. Um, and so then I just give my like two cents, but more is just like absorbing information. And then just, um, you know, sometimes looking at images cause every director is different. So, um, what I try to do is I try to like, If it's somebody I haven't worked with before, I try to like figure out kind of like how they, how they work, like what they want um, from me. Um, And then, uh, yeah, just kind of absorb information. And then I kind of just like go home, process it. Maybe like I make some like lighting lists. Um, Sometimes I just like sketch out some ideas. Um, If they have location photos, that's super helpful because then it's just like, then I just make like a lighting plot. Um, I really like making lighting plots. Uh, cause that just like helps me think through um Do you draw them it.
0: out on paper or do you use the app now or um, what are you doing? A little
1: bit of both. Um okay. <laughs> just for for quickness, I just write it out. Like I'll just take like a just any piece of paper that's close and I'll just like draw a box and then just like draw the lights in the space. Um and then if I have like if I like feel like spending the time or have more time, then I I use like some as some sort of computer program. There's like a Oh, what is it called? It's like there's, there's.
0: I've seen one through Aperture. It starts with an S, I think. That's the yeah, one I've seen. There, there's a few.
1: Yeah. Um, and I've used this to sobriety. I haven't found one that I'm like in love with. Mm. Um, so I feel like I use like a different one every single time, honestly. <laughs> so now um, we know Tyler's going to create an app. Oh God, yeah, he's no, going to yeah, make a think lot I'm on do that. it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm really bad at working on computers. <laughs> so that's <laughs> sorry. That's why I've. Uh, avoided post-production hmm. throughout my entire career.
0: Hey. There's no shame in that. The man behind the creates the beautiful images and then just pushes it and says,
1: you guys put it together. Now. Yeah, somebody else gets to deal with it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's part of why like, I, like, I haven't really found um, an app that I like. Uh, Cine Designer is something that I really want to be good at and use, um, but I just am so bad at it. Like, I watch what other people do with it, and I was like figure out how to do that like why am i so bad at this um that's the so, one from matt workman yeah yeah yep yeah, because i had followed him for a long time like yeah. I, I loved when he did his um like his youtube videos of just like breaking down oh, stuff i learned so from that. Yeah. It was incredible. I'm so sad that it's gone.
0: Yeah. I uh, reached out to him when I was in college because oh, I needed yeah. uh for my senior thesis class or whatever, I needed to talk to professionals and I was just like, Hey, I'm gonna shoot for the moon on this, I'm yeah. gonna reach out to him. And he was kind enough to answer a bunch of questions wow. for me. So I was just That's like so cool. at that time too, I was watching off his lighting yeah. breakdowns and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So although he's transitioned now into the mm-hmm. more of the virtual reality world, it's still Yeah. It's still cool yeah. to see
1: um and they're really good references like just you just learn so much yeah from, no, from that but, absolutely yeah. so
0: you do your lighting designs mm-hmm. something like that you pick out the camera package or is that something that sometimes you already walk into
1: a lot of times already walk into um cuz usually so especially in Grand Rapids a lot of people own cameras and so everybody wants to use their camera and i i totally understand that like that like cause you get you know it's commercial filmmaking you're you're here to make money um, so yeah, and I, I don't mind that. And I also kind of like, cause people know their camera system and they know what to get out of it. And so it kind of is a lot of times really helpful when like, like people will be like, oh yeah, like, like do this with this camera. Like, you know, like this settings actually what you want to use kind of thing. Um, cause yeah, I just use a lot of different cameras and, um, it's nice when, when a production company owns the camera, like they tend to be like like a super expert with it. And then it takes a lot of pressure off of me of having to like figure out like, Oh, is there some weird thing that's going to like mess me up on the day? You know? Um, but yeah, I've shot a lot of red, um, a lot of Canon. Um, I own a black magic now. Nice. Um, a couple, um, I have the 12 K, which is a silly camera, but, uh, (laughs) yeah. And then I have the pocket six game. Awesome.
0: And are you picking out your crew sometimes or is it similar to the camera package where sometimes you step into a project and they kind of have a crew assigned or?
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, usually I get to pick people. Um, it's very rare, but like the thing about Grand Rapids is it's a pretty small market, pretty much know everybody. Um, so even when people are getting picked for me, it's like, oh, yeah, I know these people. I like them. Like I like working with them. Um, but yeah, I have like my go to my go to crew like uh, Emily Cameron's my my number one AC um at the at the moment and uh yeah she's really great and then uh for grip and electric um I go with Matt Lowing um but then you know like the thing is they're not always available um cuz they're both in very high demand and so there's a lot of other people that are really great yeah. in GR
0: Absolutely let's uh talk a little bit about I did some research last night let's talk a little bit about debt not, not debt oh, as wow. in college, yeah, but yeah, let's talk yeah, about movie. The, your first feature. Yeah. MMM, yeah, yeah. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. What was that yep. experience like for you? Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, <as> a, <laughs>
1: I'm joking. Um, <clears throat> it was tough. Mm. It was really, really tough. Um, here's the thing. I'll, I'll say this about movies, um, up front. Um, I've had like two, maybe three good movie experiences and I've worked on like over 20 movies. Um, Movies are incredibly difficult, um, incredibly stressful, incredibly draining. Um, and the first one I shot, debt, was no exception to that. Um, so that one we all did for free. Um, I think the the total budget of the entire movie was five thousand dollars. And that was just personal funds um from Jackson and Eric. And I think they maybe had some family help or something. Um, but yeah, so no money. So it was like kind of like a beg, borrow steal kind of thing. Um but yeah it was tough man it was really really tough um we were doing a lot of like reverse splits so we would start at like 3am and go to 3pm stuff like that um and that was because we were shooting in a bar a lot and so the bar would close and then we would start shooting um but yeah i learned a ton um through that process um and uh and i was really pleasantly surprised that the movie actually turned out pretty decent Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was grueling. Um, yeah, for a lot of different reasons, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What else do you want to know about the movie? I I was
0: able to watch the trailer, so I found a a link to the trailer. So I didn't know, is there a place that it's living? Is it on Vimeo now? Is it doing a Um, festival run?
1: I actually don't know what their plan is right now. I think they, I think they were trying to do some festivals or something like that. Um, I haven't talked to him about that in a while. Um, We did a little premiere in town and that was really nice. It was that for me, that was like the end of it for me. So it's like, okay, we did the thing. We showed it to like family and friends kind of thing. A lot of people showed up, which was really nice. Um, It was cool. Like to just see it and be like, okay, I did it. Like I did it. I did something I wasn't like, um, suit like a style that I wasn't super comfortable in because I do a lot of commercial stuff and so it's all like a lot of like high key beauty stuff and and that one I tried to make it as as like grungy as possible um and in a lot of in some moments I feel like I really succeeded um it's always hard to like watch your own stuff right but um yeah so I don't know what the the plan for the future of of that is um I mean, yeah, if they can. I mean, I guess you can just put anything on Amazon or something, right? So I think so. They might as <laughs> well do that. Um, maybe make like 20 bucks or something. Hey, um, <laughs> it's a profited, yeah, bit, yeah, or some sort of profit coming yeah. in. But um, I know the hope is to make back that like $5,000 yeah. that we spent on it. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Um, the trailer looked great. Oh, thanks. From what I could see. Thanks. so yeah, I, was, I look forward to hopefully
0: being able to watch the thing in its entirety whenever yeah, it is. yeah,
1: it should be available at some point. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a cool little movie. Um, yeah, it worked so much better than I thought it was going to. Like it's you know you go through the whole process and like it's it was really tough and and everything and we all kind of left the thing I think kind of a little depressed and uh, and for it to like <laughs> and then the editing process took forever too. Um, cause it's all for free. And Jackson was doing it pretty much by himself. And um Jackson was the director. Um and so he was just like, you know, working and then on the side trying to finish his movie. Um and so yeah, I'm just happy it got finished. I didn't I didn't know if it was gonna get finished or not. And um, so yeah, I'm really proud of of Jackson, uh specifically for like sticking through because it was I mean, it was hard for me, but it was way harder for him, you know, like it's it's just a whole nother level when it's like it's your baby. And then like, it's like all on you. Um, cause yeah, after the movie was done, I was just like, peaced out. I was like, I'm done with this, like moving on. But yeah, he stuck with it and uh, finished it. And so it's just, it's, it's always an impressive thing to even make a movie. Um, and then for it to actually like be watchable was, uh, was really impressive to me. So I'm really happy about that.
0: For sure. So when you're doing, so say for that feature, um were you involved at any point when the editing process was going through with just some sort of coloring or do you yeah. kind of just stay away from that?
1: No. So I was, I was even involved in the script phase a little bit on that. Um, he had showed me some earlier drafts cause we, so we had done a short film for debt a really long time ago. And so um, I knew I was going to be part of the feature kind of thing. He had been talking to me about it for a long time. And so I had read earlier drafts of the script and stuff, gave notes. Um, and a lot of it was like the, the core team was um, Jackson Hall, Eric Heising and me. Um, and so, yeah, we we were all involved in all parts of the process. Um, Jackson being the most involved, obviously. Um, so, yeah, from the script to like we did a ton of prep. Um, we planned out pretty much every like shot for the most part of the movie. Um, and then, uh, yeah, through editing, um, obviously I didn't do any editing, um, but I saw early edits and stuff like that. And we talked through, them. and it was like, how do we want to fix this? Um, how do we fix this horrible thing and stuff like that? Um, and then through color, yeah, I was there through color as well. Um, and so, yeah, uh, yeah, I was there through all the process, um, just like, It was mostly, I was just there to just like kind of give little notes, just thoughts, stuff like that. Um, I wasn't like uh, heavily, heavily involved in any of it, but I was involved in all of it. Yeah. a Nice collaborative effort to get it through to the finish line. Yeah. And it was good. Like, and it was just good to have, I think for Jackson to have people to show it to, which was me and Eric mostly. Um, Yeah. So I I remember there was like, I remember when we saw um, the first draft, he was ready to show somebody in the edit and we, uh, I hadn't talked to him in a while. Um, because we me and Jackson kind of had some like tough times on the film together. Um, and that was that was tough because like we were friends before the film, and then it was just like I was like really worried, like honestly really worried that our friendship had ended because of this movie. And I was like, what a silly thing, you know? Um, because we we fought a bit on the movie and stuff, and it was really tough and and stuff, and I hadn't to talked to him in a while, and then he asked me to come over um to watch the film, and I got there. And then you open the door and I was like, Hey, and gave him a big hug. And he gave me a, like, he, he was immediately just like big hug and it was just like, okay, it's all going to be okay. Um, and it was really nice and it was great. We watched the thing and I was nervous about watching it. I was like, what am I going to say? Like, this thing's going to suck. Like, what am I going to say? And we watched it and I was like, it was very emotional. I was like, this is great. Like, this is great. We actually made something that was like, feels kind of special. And, um, and I told him, I, it was like, I was, I'm was i proud of you. You did it. Like, I can't believe like we actually like have a movie and stuff. So it was really cool. Um, I don't remember what your question was. No, we were just talking <laughs> about your work in pro, post-production. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. I assume that coming into
0: some of your commercial work, then sometimes when you're working through an agency, do you just kind of shoot it and then your hands off the rest of the way? Or are you still, most companies involve yeah. you in the color and everything um,
1: like that? Mostly I'm not involved in the color, actually. Which is fine. Um, like I, most people don't screw it up. You know, it's not hard. I like, I try to shoot it in a way that it needs very, very little help in color. Um, so just, you know, whatever LUT we're using, I'm just like, this is what I want it to look like. Um, and then if somebody can make it better, fantastic. I, I'm all for that. Um, and I don't feel like I need to like micromanage that process at all. Um, it's very few times where I've, I don't think there's been any times where I've run into any like colorist where I've just been like, Oh man, they really screwed it up. You know, it's always been just like anything like like what I wanted. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, Oh no, that, that was what I had pictured. Um, but I haven't really done anything that's needed, like really, really heavy, like color correction in terms of like a very specific look, but that's just kind of commercial world. You know, you just kind of a lot of it's the same same kind of oh, thing yeah. High High key, yeah. like you said earlier Yeah. Kind of like, it's, you know it's like uh yeah saturated colors and you know it's just like yeah you yeah. know happy pretty whatever it's uh yeah so um i think i would be more involved in color if i did more narrative stuff um cuz i guess all the narrative stuff i've done i have been more involved in color um yeah i've sat in through yeah through the process a lot more um just had more notes stuff like that Um, So I think that's just the nature of like the different, different things. Yeah. This is a fun question for you. All right. You, you get
0: one piece of gear you can have on every set for the rest of your life. It can be a light, it can be camera accessory. It could be a camera. It could be a lens. What would you
1: pick? Oh man, that is a really, really good question. I like that question.
0: I know somebody I, when I heard the question come from a DP yeah, and I was just like, huh?
1: One piece of gear that I could have uh, on every set. I think oh, he had man. mentioned
0: like a one K light or something like that. Just something that he always just keeps in his package yeah. just in case, but
1: man, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think if there has been like one piece of gear that I've had on like everything I've done. I don't think there is. Bongo ties. I mean, those are <laughs> well, I mean, Like, yeah, like if, Is it like, is it like I can't have the piece of gear if I don't choose it? That would be another <laughs> question. Be a, that's a different I mean, question. Um,
0: I know like certain DPs just love working with certain cameras. So I'm sure they would choose right. that for the sensor. Yeah, for, but for
1: me, it's not that. Um, I guess I'll answer the question this way. I don't really care about cameras that much. Um. And like, like I've always approached uh, cinematography from lighting. Um, That's part of why I I started in lighting and stuff like that. It's just like, like cameras are always going to change. And it is like such a small part of the look is the camera. You can make any camera look good. You can make an iPhone look good. It's been shown time and time again. Um, So for me, cameras are so secondary to lighting. Um, So for me, it would definitely be a light. But what light it would be man! I don't know actually you know what I will answer it um but it's not an every job thing but I really love uh super softs um for studio work I think every studio job I do I'll I'll have a super soft so maybe the 8k super soft um I think that is a beautiful light I think it's been forgotten um and I I think it's just incredible um yeah is yeah yeah, so I, I, really, I really like those. I think they're really cool. That's a great answer.
0: Do you have a favorite project that kind of comes to mind when you think of top-of-the-line stuff that you're proud of? Um,
1: yeah, um, I've got different answers for narrative and, and commercial. I'll start with commercial. My favorite commercial project was this uh, Herman Miller project that I did with uh, Carson Brown, um, who I think is a brilliant director, a brilliant artist. Um, I happen to think yeah. that this was 2015. Sixteen. It was twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Because uh, right?
0: little Austin was on that set for about ten minutes. Oh, really? And I didn't know you at the time. I, Tyler I mean, was AC, was he not? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, my dad had worked at Herman Miller, so I was walking around during that. And I know yeah. you had lowing. Yeah. And Carson had the broken arm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually yeah, that, on that oh, set. Wow. So. Uh, um, that was, I wasn't yeah. still in film school, so I was just kind of checking it out. I was like, yo, yeah. this is sweet. So yeah, yeah. that one was really no, cool. It looked incredible from oh, what thanks. I was seeing. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Um, that's so cool you were there. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was so fun. Um, just the, the creative on it was just such a cool, cool idea. Um, it just, it felt like a real commercial, <laughs> um, which is, which is kind of rare. Everything tends, tends to be more like corporate, um, especially in GR. Um. But that one, that was like the first one where I was like, oh, wow, I'm doing something that's actually like really cool. And it's still, I feel like it's probably the best thing I've done um, in some ways. Um, but yeah, uh, so Carson came in with a really cool concept. Um, and he's just like a really, really good collaborator. Uh, he's shot a lot of stuff as well. And so he has a really good eye for everything. And um, yeah, we shot in Herman Miller's kind of like daylight studio kind of thing. They have some North facing windows. Um, so it was interesting in that way where it's a studio shoot, but you're using daylight. So we had like HMI's and stuff, which is the uh, opposite of, you know, it's always tungsten in studio, at least for me, I, I, I go tungsten. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really amazing. Um, yeah. Just working with, with Carson and um, Zach, the producer, um, and then uh yeah, the whole crew was really, really fun. Um, that was back when I was working with Tyler Holman a lot. Um, and uh he was, yeah, I mean, he's he's one of my best friends and he was one of my best collaborators. Um so yeah, I just look back uh very fondly on on those memories of of that shoot because it was it was just such a such a fun one. Absolutely. And uh and it looks good. And yeah. that was <laughs> it was really nice to finally like shoot <laughs> something that I felt like um I could be proud of. Cause most things that I shoot, I'm not like, even if it's like good, like it's still just like hard for me to look at because yeah. it's just like, Oh, this we're our biggest critics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like, common for pretty much everybody in this business. And so that one was special because I, I look at that and I was like, yeah, not much I would change. I mean, there's things now, especially that I would change, but like, yeah, it's just like, man, that one holds up So yeah I like that one
0: uh what has your experience been like uh working with us? We've had you on numerous sets here and there, so yeah, just tell a me a little name. bit about that experience and how'd you yeah. how would you get connected? Was it through Dane so or what, did you know andy or you're... um
1: I actually don't remember exactly how i think the the first project I really did with you guys was that um that breaking down of that giant machine oh yeah, um <laughs> I don't know if there was anything before that. Obviously, I was aware of you guys and stuff, and I've known Dane for a very long time. Um, Dane was a a DP on a a short film uh, really early on, and that was like one of the most random things I've ever done in my life in terms of like getting on that project. Um, Because it was uh, there was like a post on Michigan Film Office or something like that when that existed. And, uh, so I was just like a random person who said, yeah, I want to gaff this short film down in Kalamazoo. Um, and then I met with them and then I told them that I knew Chad Terpstra and then there's like, yep, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's how I met Dane. And so I've known Dane for a very long time, worked with him on movies and stuff, worked with him on, on just a variety of stuff over like, it was like oh, 10 years ago. Um, and so known Dane and I knew he worked here. Um, and I think that was the first project, but there might've been something else I don't, that I'm not remembering. Um, but yeah, it was great. Um, I really love the community that you guys have here. Um, that's a, a nice thing about like when you like work with a company and it's all just like a bunch of good people. Um, that's like the most important thing to me. Um, like, uh, over the quality of work over everything else is like, is the, is like the, the culture, the environment, like good to be around. And this is a cool place. So, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy working with you guys. And, um, yeah, it's fun. Um, I think I'm trying to remember most recently. I don't know if it was the Chicago job or if it was a, a Hayworth mm. thing, but, um, it was probably a mix of both. Yeah. Cause it probably it's happened a, in the same week. Yeah. Cause that's somehow, how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Boom, you boom, guys boom, are boom. always busy. You guys are always doing like so many different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great company. And you guys are seem like you're doing like, really good work on a very very consistent basis um so yeah so is there any final advice um oh
0: boy. this is the worst question that anybody <laughs> always asks but I feel like I Every have advice. to um because obviously you had great experience in college that stuck with you um advice or just the relationship that kind of kickstarted you mm-hmm. and you always look back to that experience so obviously right now Things are a little bit different, a lot more commercial mm-hmm. in Michigan, whereas now I saw that the incentives are trying to come back in some yeah. way, which could change pivot things yeah. if it goes through. I think it'd be really um, good. So for the young cinematographer out there that's right. going to start on their journey where, like you said, you're you're living with your parents, you're grinding mm-hmm. through free jobs here and there, what would your uh, one thing
1: be yeah. for them? So advice for um, yeah, somebody who's just coming into cinematography, uh, just shoot all the time. Um, that's the big thing. Like just always do your own personal projects, um, because no one's going to give you anything. Um, you kind of have to prove your passion and then once you prove your passion, then you can like hopefully get lucky and then people start hiring you. Um, but yeah, it depends like what you want to do, but the thing, so like the thing you can control is you can just shoot all the time. Um, and then, uh, try to build relationships with people who are actually working in the industry. Because if uh like I built my career just on being hardworking and being likable. And that was it. Like no I like the talent like if I if I had no discernible talent at all, I still would have made it. I I think. Um because it's it's just about like if you work hard and people want to be around you. Um that's that's why I hire people and that's uh why I've gotten hired um so yeah I I would I would say like yeah those are the important things and then um in terms of like getting your foot in the door you just kind of gotta find find people who want to be like around you and and work with you and then you can kind of build from there and it's a you know it's a slow process um it takes it takes a lot for people to like trust you with a lot of money um on commercial projects um especially like when you're controlling the look of the whole thing Um, so you got to earn, earn that trust. Absolutely. Where, uh, can people find out more about you? Oh Uh, boy. About me personally. Personally, um, (laughs) you have a website. Uh, yeah. So I have a website, uh, Tyler Scott I, uh, yeah. Tyler com was taken. Oh no. (laughs) It's on sale for like a thousand dollars or something annoying like that. Not worth it. Um, no. (laughs) So yeah, Tyler Scott Grimm dot com or tylergrim.net dot net. Awesome. Um yeah. Um that's my website. Um it's mostly up to date with in terms of like the full commercials that I have on there. My reel is like five years old. It so, looks great. I watched oh, it last I, night. oh yeah did you yeah. okay cool thanks. I need to remake it. Um I just don't want to no that,
0: that's a tough thing once you yeah. once you especially if you're busy it's just one of those yeah. things that's like well I'm yeah. I shot something this week that I would love to throw yeah. in there. so
1: And also would require working on a computer. It's, yeah, just it's not just, my favorite thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Tyler, we appreciate you coming out here yeah. to be here in person for this podcast. Um, we look forward to working with you on projects throughout the year and the many years to come. Um, so this is the point where I usually say get off the porch, but Tyler is just too nice of a guy that <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it. So we're just going to end it right there and say see you next oh, time.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for
0: having me. Huh?